Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Infinite Cup Podcast. This is my first live session at the Crystal Healing Spiritual Center. This is my good friend Nam right here. If you're watching on YouTube, you can have like a visual for this. If you're just listening in the audio version, then just be clear with my voice. I'll do my best to kind of describe what's happening. This was like a real legit like sound bath, like a crystal healing bowl, singing bowls, frequency meditation, all the stuff that you see on my YouTube channel, all the stuff that I'm into. This is like a live in-person, you know, sound bath with a credited master. His name is Nam. Awesome guy. Seriously, one of my good friends. Met him at the Lotus Garden uh, many, years, many, many years ago, and we just hit it off uh, talking about all things Organite, you know, tensor rings. We went into uh, the 5G, how all of this electromagnetic frequency is bombarding our health, and, you know, just getting into a little bit of Nam's history, how he got into veganism, how he got into the crystal singing bowls, how he got into all of this, you know, yogic, you know, mystical stuff, and we really got deep here guys you guys are gonna love this episode i had such a good time with the sound bath we went back and forth just talking about crystals talking about the power of energy we really went deep here as far as going into really healing with sound all right that's really the way we got to with this podcast when i think of nam i think of someone who's really talented with music and really just provided a way to really heal okay through not through only through his own experiences but through helping others at his crystal healing sanctuary. So he's had this vision for community. We go into this discussion about how, you know, providing community and getting connected with our spiritual family is so important. I mean, I really, um, I really feel resonated with everything that Nam is doing right now, and I just feel blessed to be able to go on-site. This is the first on-site live recording uh, for the podcast show. Really excited about that. Again, we just this the epic sound bath. Again, if you have not experienced any sort of sound healing or been to a frequency meditation, I highly suggest it. I know you've probably seen the YouTube music, you know, the frequency music I put on my channel. That is amazing. And if you want to go to the next level, you got to do this in person. You got to go somewhere and do it in person. So there's nothing like healing your chakras, getting your whole energy aligned through the power of sound, through the power of music. So Again, I highly suggest this. Um, if you're in the Sacramento area, NAM is in Elk Grove. The Spiritual Healing Center is in Elk Grove. Um, if you want to get out there, we talked about a few live events coming up this summer. Get out there, support the cause, support the donations. This is a really good event to get plugged into, to help the community, to help all these things when it comes to healing naturally. Okay, that's what we're all about right at the Infinite Cup here. We're all about healing naturally and sustainably at the end of the day. The spiritual life is what we're about. Healing with sound has just been a part of my practice as well. Been a part of my life through meditation, chanting, yoga, and me and Nam really hit it off. So without any further ado, let's just jump right into the episode with me and Nam at the Crystal Healing Sanctuary. All right, everybody, welcome back. Let's see. I'm just so blissed out. It's hard to concentrate right now. It's hard to focus. We've got to get ourselves together here. This is the Crystal Healing Spiritual Center. I'm here with Nam. We're doing a little singing bowl session. Enjoy the healing vibration from frequency meditation. There'll be a sound bath um, August 3rd, 6 p.m. to roughly 7.30 p.m. This is on a Saturday. We're accepting love offerings of $20. Please come and enjoy, relax, and shift your energy. Beautiful. All right, so for those of you watching here on the screen, here on the video form, 
We have multiple singing bowls around us. We're here in a beautiful healing sanctuary. The vibes are just unreal. And this is about music. This is about energy. This is about healing yourself, the power of energy frequency. And yeah, we're just here really excited to just be the first, the first live podcast session here. So we're getting a full introduction to the spiritual center, frequency meditation, and yeah, Nam, if you can just give a little introduction just for somebody that's never even heard about singing bowls or energy or anything like that, just like a brief introduction on how all this works. Oh, we're, uh, we're bioelectrical bio machines. So we take biology, chemistry, and we convert it to energy. So, you know, they can measure your brain waves with an EEG. They can measure your heart rate with uh, electronic devices. So it just proves that we're just energy. Yeah. So when uh, you're not feeling well or, you know, you're stressed, you're holding on to energy that's not serving you. And with these bows, these frequencies, it shifts and, and moves the energy out to connect back to your heart. And we need to be more in our heart space. And these frequencies and musical instruments uh, will help you shift your brain waves to more alignment with your, with your energetic body. Beautiful. I couldn't agree more. And how did all this start for you? When did you first getting into just singing bowls, energy, frequency, meditation? Uh, this started uh, back in 2008 when I had a dream about a monk. And, you know, trying to figure out what the message was, it, it, it fell upon healing. And so what's next after healing? Well, what do I do to heal? You know, how to help people heal? Is it for me? Is it for everybody? What's going on? So little research, little experiment into meditation, binaural beads, guided meditation, chanting. Um, these, all these things pretty much associate with monks, you know, being in the Zen state, being healthy, uh, not eating meat and things like that. So I did some experiments. I stopped eating meat in 2012. Mm -hmm. And the, the change is profound. Yeah. And a little bit more into research, uh, I did some meditation and... Um, I downloaded some apps from Burt Goldman, mm -hmm. who's renowned as the American monk. <laughs> and so he talks about uh, intention. So whatever it is you want to do, you set the intention for, and that's your uh, roadway, your path exactly. that you begin to create mm -hmm. for yourself. And my intention was healing because that was the message that was provided for me. Yeah. And so he had this uh, meditation, a guided meditation called quantum jumping, where you reach into the universe find a version of yourself that has succeeded in what you want to do right now. Yeah. And so after three months of that particular meditation, I got the message sound. Mm -hmm. Well, how does sound heal? I had no clue. Mm -hmm. I thought it was just like, all right, what do I do with this now? You know, does this message make <laughs> any sense? <laughs> but uh, through cymatics, uh, the study of wave, the study of sound frequencies on matter and how um, exactly. it, it generates images. Mm -hmm. So with that, I went forward and to look more into chanting because it's all sounds, all vibration. Yeah. And these ancient chants have so much uh, wisdom and feeling yeah. of euphoria and connection with the universe. Exactly. It was profound. So I started chanting. I went to the Lotus Garden where I met Robert yeah. here. Yeah. And at the time... Uh, uh, Sophia, your friend, had, mm -hmm. had three bowls, and yeah. we, we sat in a little room and played three <laughs> these crystal bowls, and that was what got me. Yeah. And I felt the healing on myself, and it was profound. So I bought a bowl a couple months later, mm -hmm. uh, and I went to parks, and I went to little events where people were out and about, and I just sat in the middle of the park or the event or the fair or whatever it was, and I just played. Mm -hmm. I played very lightly, and I was attracting people. There were, some people were sitting there for five minutes, some people 15, some people 30 seconds. I could see the profound change in their face and their body language. Some were crying. They were releasing energy that wasn't serving them. And That's I was so like, true. wow, that, these are just great experiences. And now I've got, you know, started with one bowl, but now I've got 
a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's just awesome to hear such an organic story. And this is for everybody. I think people are kind of just stuck um, in what they can see, you know, with their two eyes. And so we're all familiar with music. We're all familiar, uh, you know, with sound in general. But I think people are not using it to the most potential that they could be, right? Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people are listening to music that is pulling them down energetically. A lot of people are absorbed to frequencies that are pulling them down energetically. And, you know, music can be something that's a tool for transformation and growth. And again, a lot of people are just not happy. So, um, you know, using sound as a, a vessel for transformation and growth is just awesome. And we've, you know, obviously Tibetan bowls have been around for thousands of years. The, the glass kind of crystal bowls have been, you know, a little bit newer invention, but just the general idea of healing with sound is becoming more popular. And it's just exciting seeing such a awesome thing, you know, become of age, you know, um, I think, people really need this as far as using it as a tool consciously again because it's just so wrapped up in our everyday life because people listen to music people do this on an everyday basis they're mm -hmm. just not really taking it to that next level as far as pinpointing that specific you know block in their chakra or whatever is not serving them and then being able to target that so they can release that and move on with life and start feeling good. Yeah, there's there's multiple instruments with multiple frequencies that will hit you in every angle yeah. to realign your body, yeah. your energy. Mm -hmm. um, the most most recent music currently, well, you know, heavy metal and rap and all these other music yeah. uses frequencies that are not in alignment with your body. Yeah. The, the tuning is off. Mm -hmm. So if you go back to before 1950s or 1940s, when before they standardized the tuning of A to 440, exactly. music was uh, tuned to 432, and 432, 432 has a huge significance. Mm -hmm. You double 432 and you get 864, and that's roughly the diameter of the sun, 864,000 yep. miles across. Mm -hmm. You take 40, 432 and you have that, and you get... 216, well, the dam of the moon is roughly 2,160 miles across. So, so awesome. we are affected by this natural frequency all around us. Yeah. There's, there's more information, of, if, of course, if you look up the significance of 432, but that's what we should be tuning ourselves to, is to nature. I agree. So a lot of people are listening to music that may they may think it's helping them mm -hmm. for that split moment but mm -hmm. there's a lot more in depth that they're not aware of True. especially words words yes. are electromagnetic and they attract so yeah. if we're listening to music that has verbiage in there that is not um positive you you may be programming yourself not uh, unconsciously to fail at certain things yeah 100%, 100% true. And I think about Dr. Emoto, someone who's like proved this scientifically for those who are watching and listening that don't know Dr. Emoto, it's uh, messages in water. Just type that in YouTube, type that in Google anywhere. And you know, it's proving this with the physical eye because he took water and froze it down and brought it to the, you know, quantum level where you can actually just see the actual symmetry in the water when we put a positive and negative frequency vibration on it. So in my opinion, you know, this is a hundred percent fact in my reality, in my day-to-day -day life, you know, but for people that are listening or, or watching that as new, is a new concept to them. I mean, just think of something as simple as praying over your food, right? Yes. Um, positive intentions are made every single moment with our thoughts and we can transfer that physically, you know, to, to water, to food, to other human beings through everything that we do. So this is very much, you know, proven scientifically and not just some woo woo thing. You know, I think a lot of people um, hear about singing bowls or hear about chakras and hear about this stuff. And it's still kind of, you know, this far out thing because they haven't brought it into practice, haven't brought it into something that they can, you know, benefit from. Right. And that's the thing is, in my opinion, you know, we're all carrying around some sort of block or some sort of. Uh, you know, imbalance. So to be able to use a tool to bring ourselves back into alignment, that's what, you know, our God-given abilities are, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it happens, sometimes you really need the sound healing more often than you realize. It's true. Because, you know, you absorb other people's energy, and energy from the environment, and you become unaligned with yourself and you're not quite sure what's happening and you're just going on but when you listen to these sounds that are harmonious with nature or yeah. you go into nature hearing the birds hearing the crickets so the frogs uh, you know the crickets these are all 
frequencies that will actually help you realign too. Nature yeah. is one of the best healing sources. So a sound frequency with the with the you know the correct you know pitch and and instruments and I agree. hitting certain chakras it definitely helps. Yeah, let's go into frequency a little bit more too because like we were talking earlier before we were recording as far as just 5G and just these general uh, you know things in our environment that are inhibiting our just happiness, you know, our day-to-day life is being constantly bombarded with you know frequencies that are electromagnetic and you know whether it's physical from like a cell phone tower or uh, you know metaphysical like a vibration from a human being that you're talking about it's just every day this is something that we need to it's a daily practice right it's something we need to acknowledge every single day and be able to you know take action so cleanse cleanse thank you yes we need a sound cleansing often would it be chanting um singing your own voice is mm-hmm. very powerful. You don't have any sound instruments. Yeah. The uh, 5G that's coming out is, is operating at 5 gigahertz and 2.4 gigahertz. People don't realize that the microwave operates at 2.45 gigahertz. So <laughs> if you're nuking and frying your food in the microwave, yeah. what is this technology going to do to your body? Mm-hmm. Well, these small millimeter wave technology don't go very far. Yeah. They're really high frequency. What they do is they they push the electrons on your the cell of your body down, and when the electron pops back up out of your skin, it's, it generates heat. So that's what's happening. We're all going to be cooked and yeah, fried. Exactly. <laughs> so this is this is an experiment on life mm-hmm. in general, not just humans, mm-hmm. but plants, animals. People don't realize that when, when these small towers or the micro towers are going to be put up, they're going to have to cut down trees and things yeah. like that. Trees aren't very important, are they? They yes. just provide oxygen for us to live, right? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on here? Yeah, the priorities are way off. Yeah, it's something that's just the Wild West. It's I feel like they're just you know getting away with whatever they can at this point and using you know human society as an experiment just to see what happens so uh, i just want to bring it up because this you know sound healing is a tool that we can use to combat that you know we have to do as many things as possible to combat these things that are in our environment now so uh, i know not everybody can you know get up and move to hawaii or alaska or wherever you know somewhere that's going to be all you know amazing and away from all this electromagnetic frequency but Mm -hmm. i know you do stuff like i do like we're into you know organite things that are you know crystals Tensor rings, like, you know, I mean, I'm constantly doing uh, technologies and, and educating myself as far as what positive vibrational things can I put in my energy field that I can absorb. And that way, because <laughs> that's what I have to do just to counteract what's happening, you know, in the yeah. everyday world now. Yeah, there are solutions. Turn off your Wi-Fi at night, uh, yeah. take off your shoes and walk on the earth. Yeah. Get into nature, mm-hmm. waterfalls, rivers, oceans. Yes camping, you know, whatever you can, hiking, just to get away from the bombardment of daily frequencies that's hitting you constantly. Mm -hmm. You need to get away. And going to nature is is one of the best sources. There's all the other solutions, too. Getting a a grounding mat, getting a grounding sheet, Mm -hmm. a copper grounding sheet where you can plug it in and it grounds while you're yeah. sleeping, there's there's solutions to this, but we need to voice, uh, put our voice out there, and even do some research yeah. on just the effects of these electromagnetic fog, yes. and electromagnetic radiation, yes. RF radiation. These things are are harmful as it is right now with the technol the current technology we have. Ready. Yep. Memory loss, DNA damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. We shouldn't have Wi-Fi in schools. It's it true. affects the, the 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 learning of these kids, and yeah. teachers would definitely know because they they probably know it before the Wi-Fi was installed yeah. and the af- after the Wi-Fi was. And mm-hmm. and maybe we should ask these teachers if they notice any difference in the students. One hundred percent, they know. Yeah. yeah, I've seen tower articles with towers coming up and kids getting cancer, and then the towers have to go down. It's like where are we going to draw that line? You yeah. know what I mean? Like I don't think cancer, kids getting cancer, should be the thing that we have to go to just to draw that line. You yeah. know, and that's what I mean by that human experiment that's happening right now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're right. I mean, all the technology is completely harming us even before 5G. So now it's the way I look at it is there's a lot of people that are just not sensitive to it, like you and I, and they they just haven't 
really, you know, drawn that line within themselves to in order to do something about it. And I just think this is escalating, you know, more on a daily basis where yeah. people are finally going to have to draw that line because they're being affected and they just honestly the majority of people just don't know, you know. Yeah. That's just what it is. It's more of an, an invisible war right now that's happening and I feel like we've gone through this, you know, materialism, this age of materialism where we figured out how to, you know, be in the material world. Now we're discovering more of the invisible and, you know, through technology using this as a vehicle like we have for quite some time now mm -hmm. but like I said with the crystal bowls and healing like this is invisible too this is energy that you can't see with your two physical eyes mm -hmm. right but you could definitely feel it exactly that's, that's what it. that's what it is yeah. because we could we could see pollution we can smell pollution yep. we can even taste pollution we mm -hmm. can hear pollution mm -hmm. the sound pollution noise from cars and planes yep. but we can't really see the you know the EMF pollution exactly the radio frequency pollution yeah but these things do affect us and yeah. in, in, in how we feel mm -hmm. so with this 5g it's going to increase that sensitivity now yep. it's going to be a wide span of people oh, yeah. that's going to start feeling this I so agree. when do we draw the line of health versus convenience mm -hmm. the 5g technology is not needed at all yeah fiber optics there's other solutions and individually we have to select the other option or not <laughs> yeah. select whatever is currently being provided yep. and find that niche to provide a solution yep. yeah nature i mean if i were to just put in one simple answer right now without getting too deep into this is just nature right because um, you know grounding barefoot what we're talking about here is ions right with any Thing that we're talking about that emits electricity is we're bombarded by ions and the negative ions is what we want to cleanse ourselves and that's where you know like we're talking earlier with waterfalls or nature grounding barefoot we're actually getting those negative ions in our body the wi-fi the 5g all of these things we're constantly getting those positive ions and that over time accumulates to a dis-ease of some sort so every single body you know all of us we, we have to deal with that so in my life nature like you know living outside just living more in tune with nature is the only thing that i found that is the biggest component to circling back to what works because at the end of the day you know we can't recreate that you know mm -hmm. it's uh, you can do it artificially i love grounding mats i love this thing if you don't have access to you know some chemical free nature out there somewhere grounding mats all that stuff is wonderful I'm just saying at the end of the day, there's always a free, uh, you know, option available to you that you just have to restructure your priorities because I feel like what's happened now is technology has become so powerful and so like addictive and just engaging to our senses that nature kind of gets put on the back burner. So that's where I feel like the priority shift needs to happen. Yeah, you definitely. Know? Yeah. Right, so it's cool. Let's talk about just um, crystals a little bit. Let's talk about just crystals and how um, I feel like there's a lot of people listening and watching right now. I get questions on you know Instagram a lot too about crystals and how people can use them and something too that falls into that category of just frequency because crystals. Uh, what I think about what got me into this is something like an iPhone, right? We all have an iPhone or something. There's crystals in that iPhone, like yeah, all silicon chips, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. computers, radios. Yeah. All our technology is built on the quartz crystal. People exactly. don't realize that, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. it, it, the quartz crystal can be programmed, send and receive energy. Exactly. So these the crystals that you know you can carry with you. I've yeah. got a, a nice uh, labradorite with it's me. Beautiful. And uh, yeah, they they have their own frequency, their own energy that they they're 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 pretty um, uh, I guess solid in a way where they're they're structured and they mm -hmm. hold that frequency. And they don't waver away from that like yeah. we are because we're biological. We eat food, we get angry, you know, we yeah. all, all kinds of emotions that yeah. shifts our energy back and forth. Crystals are very stable in that sense. Mm -hmm. So quartz crystal would be considered the master healer. Um, you can use that. You can use shungite. Now That's that we're talking one. about EMF yeah. and things like that, mm -hmm. shungite's very con it's conductive. It uh, absorbs EMF. Mm -hmm. Another thing, another good one would be tourmaline. So these crystals yeah. absorb the EMF away from you. Exactly. So you want to you know put it next to your Wi-Fi, especially mm -hmm. when you're using it. There's there's a lot of solutions, but the thing is we we have to engage and be, um, I guess, in tune with it that we want something better. You know. We. Yeah, we want to uh, use these things, but find solutions to uh, negate the effects of it yeah. or use it less. Yeah. 
Yeah, EMF protecting from EMF. Uh, unplugging all the outlets. Unplugging all the things that you're not using is a very good tool to help reduce the EMF in your house as well. Grounding is important. You can ground the outlets in your house as well. Crystals, I think, is just the best. Um, those Himalayan salt lamps are really cool. I use those. I think the more crystals you have in your surrounding, the better. It's just almost like a shielding, bring mm -hmm. up a shield around you. So uh, there's another crystal, uh, what is it? Um, what's the black one? It, it's another one. Um, I think you already uh, mentioned it, tourmaline. Tourmaline, yeah. Shanghai, but there's another crystal. Mm -hmm. uh, Mount Shasta has a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know which. It'll come to me in a moment. Yeah, no worries, no worries. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, I just want to talk about it as a tool, as a vessel, because I think people, like I said, are using, they know about crystals, they know, you know, what they are, they're shiny rocks, but there's no real, uh, I mean, even going to the gem show in Arizona, you know, I've, I just meet a lot of people that know about it physically, but then don't know the metaphysics behind it or just how to actually use it. And I think EMF is just the best um, gateway. It's the best tool uh, in the introduction because we all have experience, um, you know, with EMF frequency. So that is just the best thing to kind of get started with crystals and having them just to protect yourself from whether it's your cell phone while you're out traveling or even the stuff that's coming out of your house. Yeah. So you can carry with you in your pocket or, you know, you can carry you maybe on a bracelet if someone, you know, can wire wrap. I do a lot of wire wrapping. So, you can, you know, I can wire wrap a pendant for you and but also copper. Copper is very conductive, conducts your energetic field. So silver. So sometimes we have these elements in our body, and sometimes we lack certain things, and we're trying. We're kind of drawn to to it. And that's what your body is trying to do is tell you that you need certain things. True. Because you're drawn to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hundred percent true. I mean, that's for me what I first started getting into it. It's just, I guess, like a genuine curiosity. And then once you go through and you actually follow that curiosity and you integrate it into your life, then it's like you can feel the difference. And then now you're able to use that, you know, as a tool on your tool belt. And you might need it later because we're, you know, human beings. And like we're talking earlier, you fluctuate through emotions and you carry different energy signatures with you every single day. So it's important to have these things on you or use them as tools when you need them. Their energy field is very stable, so they, they emit that field to assist you yeah. to, you know, be more consistent with the way you feel. Mm -hmm. You know, if, you, if your energy is out of, out of alignment, the crystals will help you with that. But still, you'd have to be more mindful of how you're feeling and how you're reacting to other people. Yeah. And that's just kind of like your gauge, your meter, yeah. because if you're out of that alignment, you, you definitely notice, but the crystals help you stabilize that. Exactly. So that you could see the difference if you're shifting away from normally where you would feel, you know, calm and, you know, reflective or whatever the, the, the situation is. So crystals definitely help. And making these uh, bowls out of crystal, uh, they, they further emit the energy to help you cleanse, yeah. to align you. So the, these bowls are great. If you don't have one, get one. Get one and experiment or yeah, come yeah. to a sound Talk bath. about the difference too real quick between the just the regular like singing bowl, the old school Tibetan style and then the crystal singing bowls. The, the crystals are, they hold a, uh, they're more, they're like manufactured in a way so that they hold a specific frequency. Yeah. So you could, they could be tuned to different chakras. Mm -hmm. The uh, Tibetan bowls are more like a frequency range. Yeah. And they're more low frequency. You could the vibrations are much deeper. Yeah, that's a good way to put so, it. Yeah, I, I use I use the crystal bowls and the uh, Tibetan bowls. They have two different purposes. For me, the Tibetan bowls are they're heavier and they emit a low frequency. So when I put the bowls on top of your body, mm -hmm. on your chest or on near your head area, it really grounds you. Yeah. And people when I play that from people usually just disappear like you melt away into the earth and then your body's into the earth and your body's part of the earth and then your your spirit's out there traveling exploring and then i play the uh, uh the crystal bowls that penetrate the body to to re pretty much reprogram you know, every you know, every cell of your body energetically is to cleanse it energetically and then when people come back they, you feel refreshed you feel you know, just light, and it, it's really fantastic. You, you should, if you haven't experienced a sound bath, go experience one. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, I couldn't agree more. They're available to you. I mean, there's probably a crystal store near you. If you have um, a place that you can go to like this, this is honestly the best experience because when you have multiple bowls and multiple uh, tools, rain sticks, didgeridoos, anything that's going to emit that long resonant frequency, the longer you can do that, the more benefit you're going to feel from it. So I highly recommend getting out to some sort of frequency meditation or for myself, I play music through YouTube. I make you know music on my channel too. But I think you know the digital only goes so far. You know, just like anything, like mm -hmm. when you meditate by yourself versus like a group meditation, right? You have this group meditation experience that is way different energetically than playing you know music at your at home by yourself. So I just yeah. think it's different energy. Yeah, these bowls are great. Um, sound is just great, but we need to use sound properly. You know, yeah. we just. Music, um, music helps your brain the best. It's the best to, to help you help you learn, generate cells, generate neurons, dendrites. Mm -hmm. It's just amazing. So learn music. If you don't have, if you're not playing an instrument, please figure out what instrument you like, mm -hmm. portability, whatever, you know, mm -hmm. whatever, whatever you're, you know, drawn to. But I definitely high, high, highly recommend playing some sort of musical instrument. I agree. Yeah. yeah, that's where I learned a lot too. Like for example, I love reggae music, and that's the beat of that is tied to the heart, and that's why everybody loves reggae. And it's just I can't think of too many other genres that have an actual purpose besides just enjoyment, right? Mm -hmm. um, that's where chanting or more devotional music comes into play because it actually has a purpose. Like there's a a reason why that you're doing that specific frequency and that you know chant that you're doing is repeated over and over again rather than you know like a general song so i'm just saying that has a purpose and intention so to yes. me yes there's so much more that you can get out of music and so much more that you can get out of what you do on the day-to-day -day. i play it while i sleep you know binaural beats are amazing yes. uh, i'm just saying like you know there's 24 hours in the day and a lot of people are just living you know through the subconscious living through these programs that are making them unhappy so yeah. music uh, you know, sound healing bowls, anything that you can do on the day to day to really uplift your frequency, to uplift your vibration so you can get past these blocks or at least address them, you know, and work with the energy. Because when you're at a group session like this, too, a lot of people, you know, it's more energy, it's more concentrated energy into one place that can help, you know, bring to that healing that needs to take place in the body at that particular individual. Yeah. Yeah, so t tell me about what's going on here. Um, tell me a little bit more about the cacao ceremonies and just a little bit more about the Spiritual Healing Center and just the general vision for this place and everything that's happening. Because I feel like, I, you know, like yourself, um, you know, we're all finding our spiritual family now. I feel like a lot of people are gone through this uh, soul-searching process and we're recreating what it means to live a human life on planet Earth. And we're all tired of the corporations. We're all tired of the capitalistic agendas whether it's from monsanto or who, who name it you know we're all creating that change right now and to me that's what this place re represents and it's just awesome seeing it happen uh such an organic way so i just want to hear more about that and how everything is developed yeah like i said i was guided to here to be uh, to, you know to do sound healing but I didn't realize it was so much more. Now that I'm here, I'm getting other visions to continue to build uh, a community, a community of sharing. Because, you know, we can pretty much get anything we need, but it's not available because it's in storage. <laughs> what, like two years, two, a couple of years ago, I, I read an article that the storage company made like $2.3 billion storing people's stuff that they're not using. <laughs> and the very first instrument I got that was donated was a rain stick. This thing is so beautiful, sitting in someone's house, yeah. not being used. Yeah. And another thing is we can get anything we want. And this, this kid got an, was given an old iPhone, mm -hmm. and he traded up to a Porsche. There you go. There you go. We That's just need to connect with the people that have things that we need and we can trade. True. This is all sharing. We have mm -hmm. overabundance of things so true. not properly being used. So true. And so this community that I would like to create and I'm creating is, is to share not just food, share knowledge, share tools, share space, because we're lacking the heart-to-heart -heart connection. And we all feel so isolated and separate. Yeah. 
because of the programming that the media programming fear 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 mm -hmm. but if we can connect with people and that's where the healing also begins it's true is to connect with people mm -hmm. to be feel alive you know to, mm -hmm. to come up with solution or just have someone to listen to you talk you know whatever it is you want to talk about i couldn't agree more yeah yeah no, that's awesome. I feel like, like I said, a lot of people are searching for what that is right now. A lot of people are tired of the old thing, you know, the old way of life. And I feel like it's it's been a human experiment that's played out in the last, you know, only 100 years. And mm -hmm. in the whole spectrum of mankind being on planet Earth, it's a very new thing. And it hasn't worked. I mean, it's a failed experiment, in my opinion. Like, we tried it out, you know, and now we realize it doesn't work. So we got to just do what works, right? Mm -hmm. And what works is the small, community-oriented, you know, heart-centered people that are sharing and just offering their values to one another. And I think it's funny, too, because in parts of the world, that's obviously happening more and more. And here in America, we've, you know, gone away and the greed and the, the consumerism has kind of hit its critical mass. And now it's fun watching everything kind of circle back to really what, me, you know, what's valuable, what means the most to you at the yeah. end of the day, right? And yeah. it's just those simple things like natural water, organic food, right? Living simply and living honestly with one another and treating each other like brothers and sisters instead of some capitalistic, you know, agenda that we can, you know, profit from one another. <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot more here that uh, I want to create and definitely like sharing of information because what's happening right now is students are going through the old matrix, borrowing money, going out there, going to school, and then come back out just totally in debt and being stuck in the matrix and trying to figure out how they're going to pay it. Well, I want to stop all that mm -hmm. by sharing information and creating a space for, where you're going to learn carpentry, 3D printing, sandblasting, wood carving, painting, growing food, whatever it is you want to learn, I want to create a community center to house all these tools to be able to share the knowledge with people who are willing to share mm -hmm. and teach people, you know, and because we really don't have the experience to do something and we have a place to go and figure things out, how to carve, how to, you know, plant things and things like that is what we need. We need the experience and that's what's lacking. Yeah. So this, this space that I want to create will encompass as much as, as to, to uh, pretty much change the way we live currently yeah. and go back to what we used to know, which is a community living. Yeah. And we can add all the technology that comes with it, but in, in a safe a way, you know, if you yeah. want to use your Wi-Fi, we're going to have a little space over there where you can use your Wi-Fi, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, not broadcast it through the entire setting here that's mm -hmm. hurting everything, you yeah. know? No, it's a good point because it's not, uh, you know, throwing the baby out with the bathwater here. It's just about using these things consciously, right? I made that my mistake myself in the beginning of, you know, this awakening or whatever you want to call it. It's like a completely backlash technology and how to live off the grid and blah, blah, blah. And that's just, you know, repressing energy just like anything else. So it's just important to circle back to balance and using things consciously. You don't have to just throw away all the things that are happening. We can actually use them. And as long as it's, you know, conscious and it's not, it's loving your neighbor and it's not affecting the other person in a harmful way. Yeah, mm -hmm. not just the other person, but pretty much everything around us. Yeah. You know, especially, I just think back that uh, when this, we, the technology we already have is already, you know, killing all kinds yeah, bees, right bees is, you know, yeah. and pesticides and things like that. We need to move yeah. away from those things that are harming nature that mm -hmm. is supporting us. You know, people don't, still don't realize that over 70% of the food that's on the table, fruits and vegetables, mm -hmm. come from pollination of bees. Yeah, exactly. And so if they go away, we're, we're pretty close behind. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. And I think veganism is a big part of this, just uh, you know, global awakening with people as far as making that connection too, with the bees, with the animals, with you know, what we need to survive on you know, the planet has changed, right? Like you don't need to consume these things that we thought we needed to consume and the availability of you know, plant-based everything is you know, skyrocketed and it's at every fast food restaurant now and everything and it's just cool. So let's just talk about that a little bit for yourself. You talked about in 2012. I just wanna, you know, for people listening that are you know, new vegans, people that are just transitioning to plant-based diet, how does that affect your energy? How does that make you feel on the day-to-day? Uh, I started watching documentaries, and at a certain point, I just thought, you know what, I'm going to do an experiment. Mm -hmm. Really, life is an experiment. Mm -hmm. You know, you're experimenting on yourself and yeah. the things around you. So the more conscious you become, yeah. 
the more you be able to be aware of these things. So I decided, you know what? I'm a, I read all these things. I watch all these documentaries about health and stuff like that. That what you know, vegetarian foods would do for you and, and being a, you know, doing, doing a vegetarian life. And yeah, you know what? I, I lost 15 pounds. Mental clarity went up. Compassion, the compassion exploded. It really touched me in that way where the compassion level was so high. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I was like, I'm not, I, I gotta, this is, this is a great Can't experiment. Go back I, from feel, that. I feel great. <laughs> I, you know, the way I'm feeling, this, this is the way, this is the way I gotta live. Yeah. And then from there, I transitioned to more of a vegan diet. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I fluctuate a little bit. But oh, yeah, it's not about titles yeah. and labels. I'm just talking about, and generally, like, making that correlation with food and energy. Yeah. Because that's something that I think is not talked about a lot. You know, yeah. How you feel is very important. Exactly. And what you're putting into your body, because you're creating the environment. Yeah. And you put food that's not creating a good environment, yeah. you're going to have dis-ease. Exactly. I mean, it's just that simple. And I think a lot of people, um, you know, are just using justification processes right now. And there's no labels, no judgments here. It's just at the end of the day, you know, the proof is in the pudding. And to me, the energy, the clarity, the quality of life that I get, um, you know, the food that we put in is a huge component of that. So this is a, uh, just a starting point for somebody. You know, I know a lot of people that are listening, that are just getting into spirituality, just getting into plant-based food. And this is literally the motivation that gives me more energy and more clarity on my daily path. So that's the motivation that I get because those harmonious states, that compassion that you're referring to, it's infinite. It, you know, it doesn't stop. So it's something that for me, I, you know, I'm consciously just expanding my awareness every single day and using these tools. And it's exciting. You know, it's, it's something that really motivates me on the day to day. And I, I wasn't, you know, having that with the other, you know, diets or lifestyles that I was living before. So mm -hmm. I think people, can find what works for them and then just keep doing it, you know? Mm -hmm. Just keep keep working with that energy. It's all practice. Try different things because if you don't continue to learn and progress, you're likely to backtrack and go back to doing the things <laughs> yeah. that you're familiar with. Yeah. So it's continuous change in your yeah. diet and the way you see things and what you're putting in your body. And if you don't know how to cook, start learning to cook. Yeah, yeah. See, that's, yeah. that's the other thing. I, I, I had to change. I started learning to cook. When I when I started the vegetarian diet, I was yeah. just doing smoothies, vegetable smoothies. Yeah. Awesome. I was experimenting with that, you know. Mm -hmm. So that really was a great detoxer too. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. Well, you said you mentioned 15 pounds. I mean, like we're all carrying, and you don't have 15 pounds to lose. You know. What no, I mean? so I'm but just, I lost 15 pounds of junk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a lot of people are just carrying that excess baggage. You know, walking around with that gunk. You know, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and that's what's holding you back. You know, that's really what we need to address here. That's where, to me, again, this is all hardwired through nature. It's all something that was given to us for free on this earth, and it's only in this recent, you know, human, you know, agenda that. That we've created on ourselves that's created the problem so now we're circling back to what works chakras using these energy these you know i call them light tools because at the end of the day we are light beings you know we're spirit soul we are infinite we're not this you know hard dimensional body meat suit so this light tool that we can use to really increase our light and that's really what we need to do at the end of the day is just do whatever is increasing your light body do those things that are increasing that vibrancy that make you feel the most luminous being that you are yeah do research learn you know adjust adjust your lifestyle there's so many improvements individually we can do on yeah. a day-to-day -day basis yeah. question things you know and and find out better ways of doing things. I agree. Real quick, yeah. let's shout out anybody listening. So um, I just want to say any, um, you know, mentors or people that you studied from, uh, for me, I just want to shout out like Nikola Tesla and Patrick Flanagan, if you don't know who those people, I mean, Nikola Tesla is obviously a big name out there, but just specifically frequency and studying energy, because he was the one that really figured out how, if we can study the uh, universe through vibration and energy and not like math and all these other, like that was to really where the division happened in our country but mm -hmm. patrick flanagan is the um reincarnate of nikola tesla as well who has a recent you know body and um, just a profound amazing uh, light tools and also supplements he's definitely in the health industry as well so i'm just curious any other mentor people you know that we want to give a shout out to oh wim hof yeah you know, alkalizing your body through yeah. breathing mm -hmm. of course dr sabi mm -hmm. uh, bruce lipton who's a biologist yes 
So all these great people, um, mm -hmm. William Gray, he talks yeah. about knowing your magnetic field. Mm -hmm. uh, it, was, it was a book written by a nurse who was questioning him how did he do these things. Yeah. So he was healing people through their magnetic field, yeah. which is energy, exactly. really. It's a frequency. So just a, a, um, Bert Goldman, mm -hmm. um, you know, the American monk. Uh, yeah, there's a lot. So the more you research, the more you, you'll find that there's uh, information that can help you and assist you in your transcendence. Kelly Howe and her mm -hmm. music, uh, yeah. Kundalini uh, meditation that she has with binaural beats, Robert Monroe mm -hmm. in the 60s and 70s, yeah. mapping out the subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. um, I, I've used all these tools, yeah. uh, binaural beats, because, because he had talked about it, mm -hmm. meditation, visualization, mm -hmm. all these things work, even scientifically, quantum 100%. mechanics, you know, uh, the mirror neuron, the, the mind cannot differentiate between what's real and what's visualized. Mm -hmm. One might as well visualize the best of your potential, right? right? Meditation, visualize, you know, uh, abundance in your life, mm -hmm. you know, healing through your life. All these work because it's all energy. So true. Visualizing a, a perfect body, you know, that you're out there and you're at the beach. These are all calming tools that you can use because the mind cannot differentiate. That's why it's very important and what you take in visually mm -hmm. with the violence and, yep. um, and the gore and these things affect you on a on a conscious and a subconscious level because 100%. the mind cannot differentiate between you could, you're watching a movie, a horror movie, and you, you, how does your energy feel? Mm -hmm. Do you want that programming in you, mm -hmm. right? All the gore and things like that. If you're seeing somebody dying, your mind is also think that you're probably dying, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Let's, let's, that let's, fight let's, or flight response is yeah. going to be there. Yeah. Let's let's not do that. Let's let's find other ways to entertain ourselves if we have to. But really, you know, you can do a lot of other things that are beneficial for your health mine, your neighbors, your environment, you know, there's a lot of other things that are positive. Conscious living. I mean, that's, yeah, that's what drove me into living in temples, living in ashrams. I think, you know, people, uh, the Rishis invented this thousands of years ago, right? And they understood how important our consciousness was and what we have, uh, subject ourselves to because we absorb it. So you're hundred percent right. Um, slowly as this awakening journey happens through the individual, I feel like basically for myself too, um, you know, we just get more strict onto what we allow into our frequency yeah. and into our field because we understand how important it is and how much it affects us yeah, so we have to have the conscious filter yes. because once it affects your subconscious those are the automatic programs yeah. and when you're not conscious the automatic programs are running mm -hmm. and th those could be very damaging in, yeah. in certain cases if you're not aware a hundred percent yeah no i would say it, I mean, it took me many years to identify those programs and then put new ones in because we are, we're all carrying them. It's just a matter of, are they beneficial to your life or not? Are they really helping your path and are they for the highest good of all? Or are they, you know, just programs that are just constantly bringing you down energetically. So it's a good tool, like I said, because a lot of these people, um, you know, everyone's carrying them to some degree and, you know, using the bowls, using energy, using meditation, Tai Chi, yoga, raw foods, vegans, all these things, you know, can help transmute that energy. So yeah. things are available to us now. It's just funny because looking back, you know, 10 years ago, whatever, when I was getting into this stuff. It's like there wasn't much around. There wasn't much you know, Lotus Garden where we met was the only thing that I had that was actually like something conscious as far as a practice, as a tool that I could go to. And I was doing yoga and all these things and I was just felt so alone and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, flash forward 10 years, I feel like now a lot of people are just getting into this and it's becoming more available to everybody. And it's just exciting. It's just exciting to watch. Yeah. 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 So medicine is in your food. 100%. And it is in your, the frequencies that you're listening to, the sounds that you're producing. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts? Yeah. What words are coming out of your mouth? You mm -hmm. know, are they positive? Or are they uplifting? Mm -hmm. You know, so it's very important to also um, incorporate daily positive affirmations. There's I agree. Lots of out there on YouTube mm -hmm. that you can you know listen to. So, yeah, find your path. You yeah, know? cool. Cool. Well, let's see. Anything to wrap up? Any other things you want to send people out there to go read? Maybe send them with a particular book or I know um, the teachings that we both kind of resonated with. We've gone back and forth between Organite and just crystals 
you know, using, um, for me, it's just something tangible, right? Like how do we bring this metaphysical, you know, mystical stuff into something tangible that somebody can practice, you know, that's never even heard about this. Somebody that's like never even, you know, been to a yoga class or anything. That's what I like about this because, you know, you take that individual, you bring them to this, you know, amazing crystal healing spiritual center and you go to just one sound healing and you're going to experience that. You're going to feel different and you don't need to know why you don't need to know which chakra you don't need to know anything like that you just need to you know feel that shift so just yeah one tool or one practice that people you know at the end of the day can walk away with that they can use as a tool just probably look into breathing mm. breathing just yes. so there's uh you can do the breath of fire or you can look up wim hof mm -hmm. w-i-m-h-o-f mm -hmm. and uh, he talks about breathing yeah. and trying to get more oxygen into your body yeah. So you could do the ocean breath, mm -hmm. the breath of fire, and Wim Hof's method yeah. is to alkalize your body. You could you could remove a lot of dis-ease just by doing that. I agree. Just by breathing properly. Yeah. And how do you breathe properly? You could look at kids and how they expand and how they take such a full breath. That's true. And expand their body and fill their body with air and oxygen and then breathe out the slow. It's just a cycle. It's just a breathing really just look into how to breathe properly yeah no i couldn't agree more yeah. with that yeah it's 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 life it's what mm -hmm. we operate on you know yeah. you can go out with food with water but you cannot go well without oxygen <laughs> <laughs> so true so many people are um, shallow breathers uh, breathing you know with anxiety and stress and damaging their lungs and putting more weight on their body and meditation has by far been single-handedly the most you know beneficial tool in my life so yeah thank you for bringing that up a lot of people i love just the term uh, conscious breathers i feel like that's what we're all aspiring to just conscious breathing i think dolphins are the only thing on this planet that you know are aware of every single breath and if we can maintain that level of conscious just imagine that you know wow. being aware of every single breath and getting the most oxygen and the most balance you know carbon monoxide everything in our system in order to be that you know healthy vibrant brain being that we're supposed to be yeah, because yeah. if you ever notice when you're angry and you feel hot, it's because you've stopped breathing in a form or another. Mm -hmm. Whether it be shallow or you're just holding your breath yeah. and your body gets hot and warm and you don't like those feelings. So, so true. Yeah. So true. Well, cool, man. Well, how can people find you um, on, online? Um, just shout out your website, shout out all that good stuff so people can find the Crystal Spiritual Healing Center. Well, I'm on Facebook currently, um, and also the website is under construction, spiritual healing. Uh, wait, a minute, wait a minute. Hang on. Hang on. You're going to give me a moment. Crystal Healing Spiritual Center. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, dot org. And that's Perfect. the website. But also on Facebook, it's the same. Crystal Healing Spiritual Center on Facebook. So like the page. I post a lot of uh, information out there that it will help you change your perception the way you view things and that's what it is is relearning and re see, seeing things from a different light and that's so really true. important yeah. awesome brother well thanks for being here much love thank you namaste namaste